And welcome to the True Crime Squad. This is Katie Weaver, and my partner in crime will be back shortly. But she had to go oh, grab a sweater because she's so cold. Uh, I'd like to slap her. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, her house is staying really cool. Mine is not. <laughs> yes. Our air conditioning is working overtime, and I needed socks and a sweater, <laughs> and wow. also to turn it up so it will turn itself off. Because holy crap, Good freezing Lord. in here. It's another warm day, and yeah, in the neighborhood. Well, mm -hmm. poor uh, Barbara has a sweet chicken living in the house right now because she has heat stroke. Oh, no. Yeah. Poor little chicken. That's terrible. I will say I saw Fiona stretched out on her couch this afternoon looking real hot. Oh, I bet. And I wondered why she was in the house because it's probably cooler out under the trees where she likes to lay, but whew. Oh. Mama, it is hot. Yeah. It is. But that means my air conditioner tries to kill me because we have really good air conditioning. <laughs> so. Okay, then. <laughs> this is our third trip in to see you all today. We live stream. Yeah, put a sweater uh, on so I don't look like I'm wearing the same clothes the whole time on three shows in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I just am. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> I mean, there was, Love but it. I did not. <laughs> we, uh, we were here this morning live streaming uh, Lori's hearing in which Judge Boyce actually sided with Tammy's family. It was a stunning moment, honestly, after the way it things was. had gone. It really was, and I was thrilled. So, uh, yes, we'll take it. So it means that uh, Tammy will actually have three representatives. Uh, yay. Yay. Yeah. You deserve 30, Tammy. At, at least have that many. Yep. We're all about it. Also, mm -hmm. I was a little bit worried about how... JJ's grandparents might take that, considering that Larry doesn't get to be, or, you know, do a victim's impact statement. But she has been all over Twitter this afternoon celebrating. So good, yay on Kay for being a class act. She is. Yep. She really is. Mm -hmm. It is true. I just didn't. I was hoping they wouldn't be, you know, a little miffed. But right? they were not. They, be, but right, they they took it wonderfully. They were excited. They celebrated. They were cool with it. So good on them. Yeah. Just anyway. so you know, there's a couple other people in the chat that are also in their houses with the air on, freezing their butts off. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Yeah, we're going to have a new FLS list tonight. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Actually, probably not because we have a huge show. Huge. So there is so much and amazing stuff has happened. For real. For real. Yes. So right after we finished recording this afternoon, talking about Taylor Shabusiness, Taylor Shabusiness was found guilty. So I know that's Taylor no big surprise. Man. It was only a three-day trial, and the jury was out for less than 40 minutes. They probably could have just taken the vote right there in the jury box. I cannot imagine that anybody was like, I'm not sure if she did it. Right. So, bye, Taylor. You're going to sh prison. I hope it sh sucks. But uh, tomorrow they actually start penalty phase. That's how fast that works. That's super fast. Wow. Yeah. So interesting how different states do it. So handle things like this. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Goodbye, shabitch. Yep. Yeah. So that's what's up. With there we go. Shabitch. Yeah. <laughs> and so grateful that there is. Uh, justice for Shad Tyrion as well and his family for sure. Oh yep. my gosh, his poor mother. Yep. Finding his head like that. I cannot imagine. Well, and the initially her husband that. not believing her because he kind of like had a trauma blackout and was like, yep. I didn't even see anything when I looked in there. And you're like, uh, well, the cops did. So, so yeah. Weird. A journey to justice said, I knew it. We in Wisconsin get the job done. Yes, Damn right. You do. That is right. That's correct. Uh, but speaking of mothers, let's talk about a mother who's having the best day of her life. The mother of Alicia that... Navarro. Oh, yeah. Duh. I know you're looking at me like, hello. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Y'all remember Le Le uh, Alicia Navarro? You might not. 
because she's been missing for no shit five years. Yeah. She went missing at 14. Mm-hmm. She was a, 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 a girl with um, high functioning autism. And she's been missing this entire time. And they just found her in Montana. Yeah. And she's okay. We don't know yet what the situation is. She How walked into a station. Yeah. Just but walked like, into a police station and said, there I am, basically. Yeah. So we don't really know what happened or where she's been all this time. No. But she appears to be in good health, at least. And um, I just, I'm amazed. I mean, how often does a child go missing at 14 years old and come and be found at 19? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I'm so happy for her family. It is a miracle. It's amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. And I hope she gets whatever help that she needs or whatever, whatever the circumstances are. I don't even care if we ever know because it's really not our business. I'm just glad she's okay. No, but what a miracle. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> Jenny said, when we started talking about Magic Mind, at first I thought you called it Magic Mike. And I was like, oh, and what kind of channel is this really? Well, I gotta tell you, Jenny, we had a sponsor a couple of years ago that would have made you ask that question for sure. Yeah. Oh, Manscaped. <clears throat> Back in the Manscaped days. Yep. We did some damn fine Manscaped commercials. <laughs> we didn't get any of you to buy Manscaped, so Manscaped was like, yeah, pass. But yeah, they shouldn't have because we were hilarious. Yeah, we were. But we should be working on their marketing team right now. <laughs> we really should have. I was that very pr- proud of some limericks I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Amy, that thank you for the update. I've had a hard time finding anything too. So Oliver uh, is a boy that's missing in. Oklahoma and it's a really confusing case because he's trans and he's being dead named right and left and so people are so confused about this kid and but he is uh he's still missing yeah that's really sad mm-hmm. Brandy we did not make it through those commercials we had to re-record so many times we absolutely laughed ourselves we to had pieces. so much trouble <laughs> oh my god it was insane it was but it was also hilarious so I'm just gonna drop that are. yeah Let's talk about Megan Imarakowitz. Is that how you say that? That's I what I'm saying. Imarakowitz. So this is the girl who was accused of throwing lie on her sleeping dad and it killed him. Yeah. And her trial has been going on. And essentially she was found guilty of possessing uh, and using a dangerous substance, but that was kind of it. She was sentenced to a year in prison, but she's already done 17 months and was given time served. So she was immediately let go. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a child and she's didn't seem to understand that what she, you know, what she did, how dangerous it was. Her behavior around it was pretty crass. And I mean, there's a lot of things I could say about it, but what I really want to say about it is this. After she was exonerated and set free, she gave all credit to you will not believe who Jennifer Crumbly who is what? apparently she calls her her best friend my understanding is she is her Sally or was and she helped her write her letter to the judge and prepare for court and she says it's uh, thanks to Jennifer that she was able to uh, get through this and get out wow mm-hmm. wow well, I mean, if Jennifer Crumbly can do anything to redeem herself, she should be doing that. Well, right. She that should help crazy. somebody's kids. She sure the hell didn't help hers. No. So if you don't know, of course, Jennifer Crumbly is one of the parents of Ethan Crumbly, a school shooter who unbelievably is also going to court this week. Yeah. Starting tomorrow. Let's see. Let me get to that article. I thought we'd just dovetail right in. Uh, that's well. amazing to me. That That is so bizarre. Ethan is going to be in the court for the next two days for what's known as a Miller hearing. Yes. So his Miller hearing, basically, this is not his sentencing, but it's a hearing to 
basically give the judge a better uh, look at who he was and who he is. Because, so this is essentially a hearing that has to happen when a minor could be sentenced to life. So he can be sentenced to life, but he has to get this hearing first. Right. Well, he, and his behavior, well, not good news. <laughs> yeah. Behavior in jail has not been good news. Yes, he kept the head of a dead bird in a jar in his room. His family, or his family, <sighs> them too probably, but his attorneys have been fighting in court to keep pictures of his victims and pictures of the dead bird out of court. Uh, I think they lost both of those. They did. But I, I covered rate, that last week. Okay. But that's just horrific. Yeah. Yeah. So his trial uh, or his hearing is the next two days. So that's definitely something to keep an eye on. Can you imagine uh, thinking his... that the pictures of the victims shouldn't be in the courtroom? It's inflammatory, Your Honor. Yeah, it is. No, no he, he pled guilty to doing it. So, yeah. no, it is not. Horrible. Well, it'll inflame people, but maybe it should. Right. I mean, what can you do with that? So that's that's what's right. up with Ethan. I thought that was fairly interesting. But uh, I could have fallen over when I heard that girl say that Jennifer Crumbly is her best friend and helped her a lot. And what was it that she uh, pled for herself on the stand with? A lot of Bible verses. Jennifer, shove that Bible right up your ass. Are you kidding me? Right, right. Yeah. Well, I don't even know what to say about that. Probably can't say anything else. <laughs> we don't want to get my mother always too. said. <laughs> I might have also. I, I may have already just done it, but. <laughs> so that's what's up with that. That is wild. Yeah. So speaking of wild, Christy, talk about what's going on in Florida with the uh, suitcase case. Oh my gosh, you guys! Can we just be done with bodies being found in suitcases? Is this, or, or murdered in suitcases or whatever, like suitcases have been involved way too much. Yeah. So three suitcases were found in Florida with the body parts of the same person in all three. Yeah. So this was at Delray Beach, uh, the Delray, Delray Beach Police Department got a 911 call because there was something suspicious in the water. This was along the Intercoastal Waterway near the 1000 block of Palm Trail in Delray Beach, if you're familiar. Uh, when officers arrived, they found a suitcase with human remains inside. And then not long after, they found two more suitcases also with human remains inside. So um, it does seem to belong to an unidentified adult female, the body parts do. And so the medical examiner, of course, has the body. We're going to see who, what they can figure out about who this is. Um, yeah. Obviously, this is some kind of foul play because they certainly didn't dismember themselves and put them in three suitcases. But let's just say that Are out loud sure? because occasionally we get American the most ridiculous Idaho, bullshit. Yeah. Right. So for sure. there's, they're saying she's a white or Hispanic middle-aged woman with brown hair and that she's about five foot four. She also had tattooed eyebrows and was wearing a floral tank top with a black undershirt and black mid-thigh shorts. Mm. I mean, what if you're hearing this going, oh no, that's my deceased family member or missing right. family member that description is pretty detailed and they even yeah, um, posted a picture of the short, the, the police released a picture of the floral pattern in the shirt. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's some pretty specific that's stuff. Pretty specific, yeah. Um, you know, somebody may already know exactly who that is. Yeah, maybe so. So oh, of Lord. course that's what the police are asking for is they're asking for the public right. to, you know, let them know if this sounds familiar to them or if they remember seeing anything weird happening in that area. Sure. Um, it's a big place that that waterway is a really big waterway. So, you know, it's going to take help from the public really yeah, because it's a lot to get through. So if hopefully somebody something, saw say something. something. Yeah. Yep. But what is it with bodies and suitcases? What the <laughs> Joy said mm. suitcases are so 2015. Well, actually, right. 
Let's talk hmm. about another Florida case that involves a suitcase. I know. That's why I'm like, what the hell, Florida? And this is after um, Gavin Stauk, too. Like, yeah. 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 So this, of course, is Sarah Boone. Yes. Sarah Boone in Winter Park in February 2020. Uh, we did a whole episode on this. We've talked about it a few times. But she had zipped her boyfriend into a suitcase or he zipped himself in or something playing hide and seek. And then he couldn't get out. And she made multiple videos of him begging her for his life to get out of the suitcase while she laughed, teased, taunted, and then went upstairs and went to bed. Rolled out of bed around 10 or 11 the next morning and, you know, surprise, surprise, he was dead in the suitcase. And her trial was supposed to start on Monday uh, at the same time as she business. But... Uh, they were supposed to do jury uh, selection on Friday, and they had some delays. Uh, something about a delay that had to do with being able to pay an expert witness for the defense. So mm -hmm. her trial has now been put off until probably October. So that's what's Jeez. going on with Sarah Boone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I expected Sarah Boone's trial to be kind of a tailorship business adjacent because she's pretty crazy, too, and has acted oh, up in courts. and stuff and so i kind of thought we'd see some she really kind of acted antics. up with the cops when oh geez when they were at her yeah. house and stuff too what, what yeah. the... i agree with kaylin um if i ever come across a suitcase i'm not going to open it no no way me yeah, either no. oh, hello 911 pretty sure yeah. there's a body <laughs> around here you'd be like there's a suitcase and they'd be like okay and well, you can have it <laughs> you open it? No, I'm not gonna opening it. Yeah. We may not yeah. be Florida, but there's still crazy shit that happens here, as you now all know. Yeah. Yes, the, the Florida, the new Florida case, yeah, the, it's not there's not much decomp. So yeah, there's yes. so it's quite this was recent. new. Yes. Yeah. Which certainly is gonna help with everything. Identification, yeah, forensics for you know, identification of the perpetrator. Like it's it's better. Mm-hmm. Bomb yeah. or body? Oh, body. Oh, or is it a bomb or a body? I got you. Yeah. One or the other, apparently. Either. Don't touch it. Yeah. Cranky just <laughs> says I'm going to use a backpack from now on. That's a good idea. <laughs> That's a great idea, actually, Cranky. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. The, the worst <laughs> new the game new show. <laughs> oh, no. That is the worst new game show. Yeah. No, I do not. <laughs> For sure. Speaking of delayed trials, in case you are, oh, one of you, a couple of you have asked us what's going on with the Wests, because they were supposed to be sentenced this month, and they were not. Why? They are also delayed. So it looks like the West delay is not going to be until, I think, October. Hmm. Something like that, but it, it's off for a couple of months at least. Uh it was a little unclear about why, except for that they're still trying to gather some of the documents that are required. So, and of mm -hmm. course, this is in the murder trial of Orson and Oren. Oren West. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I want to say Orwell, and I knew that was wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you were so close. I was so close. Uh, in the murder trial of these sweet little boys from California, who, yeah. of course, their uh, parents murdered them, and they were found guilty on almost all almost all counts a couple of months ago. So now we oh, wait. So their yeah. sentencing did not happen. So I know everyone's been kind of waiting to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Brandy says, remember a few years ago when the bank in Rexburg was robbed, they found him because he left a suitcase outside and a citizen took it to the cops. I forgot about that. That's right. So one time that a suitcase does a good thing. That's correct. And the one time Rexburg had a bank robbery. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's not a regular occurrence. No, no. But hey, do leave that stuff. That's a great idea. Right. Feel free to leave an entire suitcase of your own belongings at a bank robbery. This is because bank robbers are the stupidest criminals on the planet. Mm -hmm. We could tell you like 20 stories of stupid bank robbers, and we have frequently. But oh, yeah. it's so funny because they are always terrible. It's if it's like just a single person doing it, mm -hmm. they fuck it up every time. Every time. Like that guy that wrote his ransom note on the back of his birth certificate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like that guy. Or the guy that 
used a deposit slip for his note to the yes. teller mm-hmm. or the guy who withdrew or who stole money and then turned around and <laughs> deposited it at the ATM on the side of the building. Yes. <laughs> yes. The exact amount of money he had just stolen on video. <laughs> like, what the? <sighs> Is it? That's I tough love to understand because, so <laughs> because it's always some dumbass shit like that. You're like, yeah, you were destined to fail from day one. <laughs> well, let's talk about a dumb criminal then, since we're on dumb criminals. Oh, please. Let's talk about Nicholas Alaverdian. <laughs> oh, can we? You guys can be we, ready to we? pee your pants laughing right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so... He was supposed to be sentenced, right? By now, the the, uh, magistrate, the sheriff was supposed to make a ruling, not a sentence, but decide on extradition, right? What has happened? And I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I did some more research today and I discovered that they have had to uh, put that off until August. And you will not motherfucking believe why. (laughs) Guess who has COVID? He does again? (laughs) And has been in the hospital. It's COVID that got him in this mess in the first place. And COVID is determined to take Alaverdian <laughs> down. Oh my God, that is so funny. <laughs> Apparently, he had a positive COVID test, had to spend a couple of days in the hospital, is now recovering. And so they have put off that sentence date for until August or, or that decision <laughs> until August. Are you fucking oh, kidding me, Nicholas? Are you kidding? With, with this fake oxygen on and everything. He was French kissing people in prison or in, yeah, the prison that he's being held in uh, that probably were known to have COVID because he wanted this to happen. I cannot believe it. <laughs> and he said, maybe he'll wake up without tattoos this time. <laughs> well, they'll just remove them all. Oh my God. <laughs> I bet the hospital employees are thrilled, Cranky. I'll bet, right? Oh, no kidding. They were probably all having to uh, draw straws about who had to take care of this idiot, especially because yeah. he's a prisoner now. I That's just can't so believe funny. it. I was stunned. COVID? COVID caused this again? COVID has taken him down one way <laughs> or another. Thank you, Suelle. And that is my, it's my wedding ring. Sorry, I can kind of show you. It is a topaz. It's my birthstone. Very pretty. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's what's up with Nicholas. We should have had a decision by now. I'll bet yeah. that sheriff is ready to hit him upside the head. <laughs> Take that oxygen mask and choke him with it. He's got to be so sick of this. Yeah. Could you imagine that phone call? Well, we're going to have to delay this uh, hearing yet again because you won't believe this, bud. (laughs) He was probably like, no, no. I want to see the positive COVID test myself. Right. I'm going to test him. Where's one of those nose swabs? (laughs) So funny. Yeah. Oh, man. Unbelievable. <laughs> what are the odds, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about, oh, God, let's talk about this Hernandez case. This is something. Oh, boy. This is, it's just, it's sad. So, yeah. y'all know who Her- Aaron Hernandez is, right? Mm-hmm. He, um, you know, is an NFL star. Former, was. I think, but yeah. Well, he's dead now, but. Um, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yes. That too. He was convicted of murder. Then he died before he was actually sentenced. So then they exonerated him because he killed himself in prison and blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. So, um, his brother, DJ Hernandez, um, has been arrested after he was talking about planning school shootings and behaving very erratically, really concerning. So he's the older brother of Aaron Hernandez. But yeah, he was, I mean, he was plotting shootings at University of Connecticut and Brown University is what the police think Mm -hmm. at this point. Um, Several people came forward to say that he was behaving very erratically and showing concerning signs of being gravely disabled and a danger to society. Mm -hmm. He's having some kind of a psychotic break or something. Um, one person, one, um, witness said that they received a bunch of disturbing texts from him. One that said, we're taking lives. If shit isn't paid up, it's been years. 
in planning, just taking notes, names, and locations. They talked their way into this, and it's almost point game. Wow. Um, yeah, so no one's real sure, like, if this is just rambling, because um, I guess an ex-girlfriend said that he was rambling about the incident and then said he has a bullet for everyone. Wow. So apparently just behaving scarily and thank God somebody turned him in, you know, before yes. he actually did anything. You mean someone saw something and said something? Yes. Someone saw something and said Gosh. several people actually reported him because they were really concerned about the things he was saying in his behavior. Mm -hmm. um, there were a bunch of social media posts that were threatening, um, rambling about people who've wronged him. And in one post, he said, will I kill? Absolutely. I've warned my enemies. So I've paid up front. This sounds Yikes. like a, a, a break with reality to me. Yeah. Um, so he was arrested on July 18th. There was kind of a standoff with him before um, they got a hold of him. Oh boy. Um, he was, he was, he ran from them and he was armed and police were worried that he was going to try to fire on them. Um, he did kind of advance toward the police, but then, but he had his hands outstretched at the time. Mm -hmm. And he started yelling, shoot me. Oh, no. Yeah. So they used a taser to take him down. I'm really glad they didn't kill him. My God. Right. Clearly he's. So they took him to a hospital to have him evaluated because. Yeah. He was he making threats. So. Yeah. I guess who he's threatening what or in his head, what he's what he's saying is that he's planning to kill anybody who profited off his brother, Aaron. Oh, just odd to say, considering how Aaron turned out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's the police have him now. He's being held on a $250,000 bond. Mm. And we shall see what happens. But I it's real concerning and it seems very much like a like a mental health break. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Christy said, did he play football too? CTE? Uh, Would he not surprise play. me. He did play football too, yes. Oh, God. So, yeah, right. Like, yeah, head injury. Or, I mean, you know, Aaron was completely off his mind, out of his mind. So, yeah. Yeah. Was it from head injuries or is there a, a mental, health, mental health issue running in the family or something? Right. Well, and Kung Fu Panda, it's an interesting point. If it was CTE, wouldn't every boxer in history be a predator? You know, it seems like some people are just more predisposed to a CTE. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, and this is small time versus big time, obviously playing in the NFL and D1 colleges, but my son played football uh, through college. And what we were told when he was in junior high from a trainer, uh, from a doctor, was that what's happening is that they, we aren't training the right muscles in these athletes to protect their brains. So we're not mm -hmm. uh, young at young ages. We're not getting their necks strengthened, their shoulders strengthened, their back strengthened in the right way to protect their brains. But besides other, lots of other stupid things, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but, and so he had a machine that he'd bring the kids in, they'd stand on it, he'd hook them up to all of this stuff. He'd have them do all these movements and motions and the machine would show you where the weak spots were. And then he wow. would train them a couple of times a week to work on their very specific uh, body structures, uh, weaknesses, things like that to prevent uh, things like ACL tears and concussions and stuff like that. And we wow. did that in junior high. We trained with him for two years to try to offset injuries and, you know, my son played all the way through high school and three years of college, and he never had a concussion. Yeah. Now, that's mm -hmm. not saying that he didn't have micro concussions, though, because that happens, too, that don't really get picked up on. But there's a lot to be said about people. And, of course, this is just a layperson's opinion. But I think there's a lot to be said about people's uh, body structure, their training type, their muscular type, the way they play, the way they move their bodies, and the way they hydrate or don't, how much alcohol they drink. There's so many things that go into, uh, into that. Yeah. 
There's yeah. a lot of things to think about there, but at any rate, uh, so I, I, I hear what you're saying entirely and maybe my opinion bears weight, maybe it doesn't, but that's, that's my experience. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and you know, if you have a propensity for um, a severe mental illness like schizophrenia or something like that, head injuries can contribute to or trigger things like that or can be a part of that, you know? So that's why it's so different for every person. But yeah, it does not seem like uh, DJ Hernandez is doing well. So I'm so no, glad really sad. that they caught this before he hurt anybody. And, you know, that he'll get trauma. some help and, yeah, you know, and, and nobody had to die this time, which yeah, maybe we can get better at this. Maybe, maybe we can. Yeah. It's a good example of see something, say something. Definitely. Yeah. Good points. Uh, Kung Fu said, I would wonder if it had something to do with steroid use, mental health, abusive childhood, et cetera. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. All of those things. Yep. Absolutely. I think it's always a cocktail of things that come into play. Yeah. Very yeah. sad, however. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Where am I at? Oh, Kahlua's. Yeah. I just keep wondering where the hell the Kahlua trial is. We're talking about right. Isabel Kalua or Little Ariel. Uh, this is a case we've talked about a ton out of Hawaii. This was a darling little gal that uh, was locked in a dog kennel and killed by her parents. Uh, they were one of those ones that call the police and say, we just woke up this morning and she was gone. And then the police took she their other children. She just wanders at night. Yes, wanders at night. And then the police, of course, uh, took the rest of the children to, and discovered that Ariel had been gone for a couple of months. Where have we heard this before? Mm. Oh, yes. And over and over again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of others. Mm -hmm. uh, there's never been a body. Hopefully now. Carlson. Oh, yeah. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. I do have something on Oakley Carlson, too. I forgot. But uh, at any rate, uh, their trial, her parents are charged with murder in her case. Uh, there is no body still, sadly. But and her, she'll be missing now. Will it be three years in September or two? I kind of lost three. track. I'm not sure. I think three. Yeah. It's been a while. Poor little Ariel. She And she's so cute. Oh, my God. It's just so well, she's sad. She's really been through it, too. Oh. She was in an adoptive home. Her yeah. birth parents were in prison. It was a rough mm -hmm. deal. Really rough deal. So their trial got postponed. Again, it was supposed to be in May, and then it got postponed. There's a status conference as of now on the 11th of August, and the trial is supposed to start on the 28th of August. I'm having a really hard time covering her case because there is so little coverage. So yeah. if you are one of our listeners and you're one of our Hawaii friends, if you can send us anything that you see on that case, we would appreciate it immensely. Please, yes. There is very little. But I'll say today I finally discovered the state of Hawaii has a fantastic repository. Oh, yeah. Idaho oh, needs good. to go look at their repository. Oh, almost two years, says Christy. Thank you. Idaho's is terrible. Uh, Hawaii's is fantastic. It has clickable links. It has everything in it you could possibly need so good job hawaii keep it up uh please put these people in prison forever yes so we'll keep an eye on that one but i know we've all been wondering and protect the rest of their case. children from them forever yep yep <sighs> for sure um i'm going to make a very very brief statement because i'm so sick of talking about this asshole that i can hardly even get over it uh carly russell is likely to be charged now in the mm -hmm. Alabama hoax. So, uh, Carly, mm -hmm. I, I have no words, but that's it. I don't want to give her a lot of airtime and a lot of my breath because there's so many deserving cases that need it, but that sucked because you have made everyone doubt other cases and how yeah. dare you? Just how dare you? Absolutely. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Uh, talk to us about Rex Hewerman. Oh, a couple of really interesting things. One thing I find kind of, well, okay, extremely hilarious. Um, apparently, at one point, uh, the Trump organization hired Rex Hewerman 
to work on a New York City property as an architect. This was in October of 2018. Yeah. Uh, he was hired to renovate an office space, including a minor partition and plumbing changes on the 17th floor of the Trump building at 40 Wall Street. Mm-hmm. The job cost $200,000. Uh, no word on whether that bill ever got paid because one of those folks never did get paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just thought that was weird. Funny. Very coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the other less funny, but probably not unexpected update. The Atlantic City's eastbound strangler investigation is now looking at Rex Hurman. Wow. So they have an unsolved group of murders. It's four deaths. There are some there are some similarities. They're not exactly the same, but they're re-examining similar cold cases where he had any kind of connection. So this would have been a little before Gilgo Beach. Um, sex four sex workers were found lined up dead in a sewage ditch in 2006. And they were like lined up all facing north. Wow. Um, when they were found. So they weren't wrapped in burlap. You know, there were some things that weren't the same, but it's the same number of people. You know, they were also sex workers. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm reading conflicting information about whether or not facing north was the same in the Gilgo Beach murders or not. I'm not sure. Um, so, yeah. 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 Wild. So their names are Kim Raffo, Tracy Ann Roberts, Barbara Breeder, and Molly Diltz. Mm-hmm. So, you know, wow. um, I guess they, it is the same, that they were all posed facing the same direction, which is a strange thing and something that you don't necessarily always see. So even though it's not exactly the same, there are some similarities. So mm-hmm. um, they're, you know now looking into that and are they going to find other groups of is it the number four mm-hmm. you know um for for women it, you know what are some of the other similarities maybe the way that they were dumped is not the same every time but there are other things that are right right i agree kung fu panda um rex didn't just start at this stage and you know now they're looking at a there's a timeshare in um uh nevada las vegas yeah. uh there's a house in south, south carolina, carolina, carolina yes that they're properties. looking at there's so brother they, apparently he yeah. owned a somewhere in new jersey at one point yeah he's got all yeah, kinds of stuff what, you know why Atlant- atlantic city is a connection there so yeah we shall see, but we kind of expected that this was going to come because I think you guys are right. I mean, at his age, this is not all he's done. No. Mm-mm. Well, yeah. we know that he had uh, quite the vault built in his basement and people yeah. were calling it a soundproof room, but law enforcement said that's not what it was. It was a vault, mm-hmm. but we know that he had a gazillion guns. And Two so, to 300. That's yeah. horrifying. Yeah. It is yeah, the earliest list, list victim was 97, but not of the ones that he's currently charged with. Right. Because we're right. still but not we sure that he is the only killer in, in Lisk. I'm yeah. not convinced of it either, honestly. I think it might be more than one. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I think that's possible. Definitely. Yes, Rudy Giuliani also showed up at the crime scene. No one's really sure why. Uh, but he didn't get out of the car, apparently, because people were yelling at him. But uh, Kaylin said, and Kaylin, I love this. She said her friend Jay was out at Rex's house yesterday and live streamed it and got in behind police lines after the press conference. Uh, I follow Mm -hmm. Jay on Twitter and he's awesome. I know exactly who you're talking about, the shaming of Jay. So yeah, good on Jay. He's uh, doing some really good work there. So yeah. That's awesome. A lot going on there. Yep. Right, Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, these are places where prostitutes are readily available. Gilgo Beach, um, Atlantic City, Salt, uh, Salt, I almost said Salt Lake City, <laughs> uh, Las Vegas, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, there's a bunch of, uh, yeah, there's going to be a ton more charges. When his DNA can finally get put in CODIS, that's going to 
going to all come tumbling down. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Fran, thank you for the reminder. Yeah, I had a small update in Oakley Carlson. It's not really in Oakley, but it's about her POS mother. Yes. So this is Jordan Bowers. She is uh, the biological mother of Oakley Carlson. She has been yet again back in court on a bunch of identity theft charges. And right before the trial was supposed to start, she took a plea deal. So we don't know a lot about it yet, but we know that much. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, her dad is out and just living fat and happy. And now Jordan's gotten a little plea deal. And where the hell is Oakley? And where are the charges? I'm so tired of this case. But nothing is happening for Oakley. And all this time where the, I mean, dad has even served prison time and been released in the time that they've been investigating this. It's terrible. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. I, I, I will never not talk about the Oakley Carlson case because no. what the hell is the state of Washington doing here? What is that? Yeah. Is, is uh, Grace Harbor doing? Why is this happening? Yeah. You can just murder, disappear your children. And that just, that's that. As long as you don't leave a body, that's right. just how like, it is. They've, they're still not even charged with anything on her. Anything. Anything that has to do with Oakley. I'll never stop talking about it. Right. After all the details on Harmony Montgomery, you'd think they'd be all over this. You sure effing would. You sure would. Right? Yep. Well, and the West Boys, too. I mean, they're all very similar um, situations. They were the year of the four-year-old where yep. everybody's, we had all of these four-year-olds that were missing mm-hmm. and that people had not, you know, reported on time and stuff. Just and guess awful. who it was every goddamn time? The parents. parents every time. Every time. Yep. So, of course it is. Who else is going to report a kid missing two months after they go missing or four or six or whatever, you know? Yep. Yep. It's just very, very hard for me to understand. Yep. Right. Are you not legally responsible for the whereabouts of your minor children? Well, I sure thought so. I know. They act like they can't charge them with anything. I'm like, your four-year-old child hasn't been seen in two years. Yeah. You think that child's just alive out living in the woods off berries? I mean, they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of children children went missing during the pandemic. Yep awful true uh oh one of you asked i can't remember who now i'm sorry but asked about what's going on with the uh funeral home case in idaho did it a couple of weeks ago but just so that you guys know so and this is on all of those misdemeanors so yeah. this, of course, is Lance Peck, who was charged with all of those misdemeanors. We don't have to rehash it all, right? I don't have the stomach for it today. But Just anyway, yeah. Downard, Downard Funeral Home on our YouTube yeah. channel. You'll find all the gory yeah. details. Downard Funeral Home. Uh, 63. He was charged with 63 misdemeanors. He has yet to be charged with a single felony, which we think is outrageous. However, there's a whole bunch of... Uh, civil cases right now. People are suing the actual pants off of this idiot. But his trial, so there was a hearing on the 18th of this month to extend and set pretrial motions. They just keep asking for an extension, his his attorneys do. As it sits right now, the pretrial conference is on the 2nd of October and the jury trial is on the 16th of October. And October is a super, super busy month for us. But man, I'd like to be there for at least part of that. We'll do our best to cover that in person. It's in Mm -hmm. Pocatello, which is a hop, skip, and a jump for us. But I would really like to be there a little bit. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I would too. I want to see this fool's face, frankly. Mm -hmm. I just... Yep. The, the shit he has done. Oh, it was Rebecca. You bet. Local Absolutely. Communities just makes me they sick. promised felony charges. They just haven't brought them yet. And it's been almost a year now since they brought all the misdemeanors. But they right. had to bring Why? the misdemeanors when they did because they were running out of the statute of limitations. Like right. They charged them like the day before the statute was going to run out. And they were like, don't worry. There's lots of felony charges coming. But it's been almost a year. Come on, bro. Where are they? Yeah. Yeah. Where are they? Okay, I'm going back to my list. Hold on. We had so much today. I had to apply myself to a list. Otherwise, we were never going to get there. 
right? Oh, Koberger. Jesus. Koberger. Gotta love it. Koberger, no, not no. Jesus. Uh <laughs> no, not but you don't gotta love Koberger. No, you don't. Koberger had until this week to file an alibi. But she did not file. But they did file a little brief that was just kind of a big middle finger to uh the courts and to the prosecution. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to read it to you because it's brief and it'll help you understand what I'm talking about. Comes now Brian C. Koberger by and through his attorney of record, Ann C. Taylor, public defender, and hereby files notice in response to the demand for alibi in compliance with Idaho Code, yada, yada. Mr. Koberger notes that Idaho Code 19501 or 5194 preserves his constitutional right to silence as well as to testify on his own behalf. Mr. Koberger stands firm on his constitutional right as well as the statutory recognition of that right. Noteworthy is that an alibi indicates, Mark means school of law, indicates a line of proof by which the defendant attempts to show that he could not have committed the crime of which he is accused because he was elsewhere at the time. So essentially, we're not going to answer your question because we're not guilty of anything and we don't have to. Blah, 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 blah. I don't have an alibi. Mm -hmm. uh, a defendant's denial of the charges against him does not constitute or constitute an alibi. But as soon as he offers evidence that he was at some other place other than the crime in which he was committed, he is raising the alibi defense. Mr. Koberger's defense team continues investigating and preparing his case, spelled wrong, Mark Means, School of Law. Mm -hmm. Evidence corroborating, spelled wrong, Mr. Koberger being at a location other than the King Road address will be disclosed pursuant to discovery and evidentiary rules as well as statutory requirements. It is anticipated this evidence may be offered by way of cross-examination of witnesses produced by the state as well as calling expert witnesses. Because, see, they are still holding to the fact that they still want to get the one roommate on the stand. So, basically, they're pretty much saying, we don't have an alibi and fuck you, we're not giving you one. Yeah. yeah. And blah, 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 blah. We can't, we haven't figured out the fake one yet. So, mm -hmm. we're just not going to tell you what it is. I mean, Pretty much. Yeah. That was a whole lot of misspelled bullshit is what that was. Yeah. Seriously, do we really have to tell Ann Taylor, too? Grammarly is twenty nine ninety nine a month. Right. It's not that big of a deal. This is the second time we've seen a brief out of them that's full of misspellings. Yeah, dude, you are getting, you are making the big bucks on this. Come on, drives me Do crazy. Do a little better than that. Yeah. Yep. So that's what's up with Koberger. Nothing too exciting, but uh, people were laying in wait for that alibi that never came. Like anybody thinks he actually has an alibi. Come on. There's so much evidence he was there. Give me a break. Uh, you're muted. Oh, I am. I muted to cough. <laughs> Sometimes I mute to cough. I've had a cough for like three months. I cannot get over it. I'm so tired of it. But anyway, that's an aside. <laughs> oh, the Parkland judge. Yes. So you may remember that the judge in the Parkland shootings, Elizabeth Scherer, has gotten into a bit of trouble uh, for hugging people after the end of the Parkland shooters trial. People being you know, the prosecution. So yeah. People being the prosecution as, you know, basically showing a bias. And the Supreme Court, the Florida Supreme Court has now publicly, publicly reprimanded her um, for this. Mm -hmm. So it was a unanimous decision uh, there was a recommendation in June from the Judicial Qualifications Commission. Uh, they did find that she had violated several rules governing judicial conduct during last, last year's trial um, in her actions toward Cruz's public defenders. You know, it's strange to me because Cruz pled guilty. It's not like yeah. she was judging his... Um, and I'm not trying to defend something that she shouldn't have done. It's just kind of yeah. strange to me that... It's not like she oversaw a trial. She oversaw a penalty phase, but not a trial. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. So it, it ended with him. He pled guilty, and then he got a life sentence 
blah, 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 blah. So they found that Scherer unduly chastised lead public defender Melissa McNeil and her team wrongly accused one Cruz attorney of threatening her child. Although if you watch that video, that's pretty much what happened. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. And improperly embraced members of the prosecution in the courtroom after the trial's conclusion. Uh -huh. That was a really, um, if you saw any of the videos of it, it was really, really tense. And the, um, the defense were jackasses. They did some ignorant shit. And at one oh, point, yeah. they literally did say something that um, would be, uh, that I would have considered a threat. Oh, yeah, about the, the judge's kids. Was, yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. So but she does or was, does not have. Yeah. Yeah, they were real snippy with each other. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I mean, publicly hugging the prosecution team after, I'm sure that it was. Um, but really, you know? Mm -hmm. Come on. Uh, Sarah says, I used to I used to appear before a judge who would point out every misspelling on the record. We need him for Coburg. Right? <laughs> yes, we do. Because what? Come on, Judge. Judge. He didn't point out all those, you know. <laughs> I was just, I, I, when I read that, I've been sitting here imagining what court would have looked like if Judge Boyce pointed out <laughs> every misspelling to Mark Means. <laughs> oh my God. We'd still be in court to this hours. day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there'd be like two hours of of a correction in every single hearing. Yeah, but you know, you probably stop doing that shit and pay a little more attention to what you're doing. Right. That's hilarious. So they did. So you know, they did uh, reprimand her basically, and you know, be good and don't do stuff like that again. And Hasn't stuff like she that. already retired anyway? Yes. Yeah, she That's has retired from the bench. Um, she was appointed in 2012, and this was her first capital murder trial. Mm -hmm. um, apparently she was assigned it um, electronically. It was totally random that she got yeah. it. Uh, but yeah, she's not a judge anymore anyway. I mean, the hug wasn't the best thing, but I loved her as a judge. I did too, because the she did not work with any a bullshit. bunch of assholes. They were awful. They were. And she was not having it. Yeah. So, I mean, I get the hug, I guess. But also, F you guys, this... they were such jerks. They were so rude and the way they tried to bully her and talk over her and treat her was appalling. Yeah. It was really, it was. I and you know, I guess she should have just maintained Flipped her composure. Flip yeah. her off. Yes, I remember that. Where's their reprimand? Yeah, where is their reprimand? Because this was not a one-way street by any means. Not at all. No. <laughs> well, that's about it, but I gotta go back to Jenny's comment quick. She said on Kohlberger. Mm -hmm. I read he said someone took his car while he was sleeping. So this person must have taken the knife sheath and his bushy eyebrows too. <laughs> yeah. And planted a knife sheath with with his you gotta think about where his um DNA was. It was under the snap. Yeah. Have you ever caught your finger on a snap like that? Like in a leather or a, you know, like a, a knife sheath or like a leatherman or anything yeah. like that. First of all, it effing hurts. Second of all, that would not be easy to plant by any no. means. It wasn't on the outside. It was under that snap. Or he put his fingernail up in it to get it popped open. Mm -hmm. got, you Could know, be. debris from under his fingernail in it. That's what I had assumed. Mm -hmm. But maybe you're right that he's actually snapped his finger in it. All I could think about, because I remember doing it as a kid, catching my the skin of my thumb in one of those snaps. That hurts as bad as walking into a trailer hitch. Just about. I'm just healed up. Just now healed up from the bruise I got from walking into the one on the back of our van last time we camped. <laughs> That's the worst, man. It's not good. No. That's almost as bad as your kid ramming your heel in the grocery store with the shopping cart. Although that produces <laughs> a level of fury that I cannot even imagine anything else making me matter. <laughs> Listen, if I was on the jury for a mother... <laughs> Who killed somebody for ramming her in the heel with a grocery store cart? I'd probably say not guilty because <laughs> it hurts. That wasn't her fault. Oh my God. That is the worst thing ever. Yeah. yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> if one of those cases show up, let me know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I wanted to end with a statement. 
from the Barbie movie. Well, let's hear it. We went to the Barbie movie, and it was so good. And I know that not all of our listeners are women, but uh, I think that uh, men can also relate to this in their own uh, in their own way. Mm-hmm. This is from America Ferreira. This is her uh, character as Gloria. It is literally impossible to be a woman. You are very beautiful and smart, and it breaks my soul that you've got, you think you're not good enough. Like we're always supposed to be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. We have to be skinny, but not too much. And you must not say you want to be skinny. You must say you want a healthy weight, but also, yes, you have to be skinny. You have, you must have money, but you can't ask for money because that would be rude. You got to be a boss, but you can't be tough. You must lead, but you cannot crush other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mom, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a professional, but also take care of everyone else. You are responsible for men's behavior, which is crazy. But if you notice that, you're accused of being a whiner. You're expected to keep yourself pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or threaten other women because you're supposed to be a part of the sorority. You must always stand out and always be very grateful, but never forget the system is fixed. So find how to acknowledge it, but remember to be grateful. You must never grow old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never stumble, never fail or show fear. And of course, you must never be sassy. It is very hard It is too contradictory and nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything that happens is your fault. I am tired of seeing myself and every woman doing the impossible for others to love us. And I just thought that was amazing and something that we should uh, remember. You don't have to. Honestly, I think America Ferrera stole that movie. She absolutely did. Yeah. Yes. And yes. Stay sassy. That's the only way to be. (laughs) That's where it's at. All righty. Well, we will not be back until Monday. So here's what's going to happen on Monday. Monday, of course, is Lori's sentencing. We are going to go. We are going to do our best to get in. It's happening at the Fremont County Courthouse here in Idaho. And there it is a small courthouse and a small courtroom and we really really want to get in but we don't know we don't have it in us to start waiting in line at 4 a.m so we're hoping 7 a.m will be sufficient uh that's the plan it is it is streamed and we will stream it from this channel it won't be us doing the streaming it'll be scott um you will likely never see his smiling face on the screen because uh, that's not his way at all. But no. but you never know. Maybe he'll peek in with a when she gets sentenced or something. Who knows? He mm-hmm. he would. It wouldn't surprise me if he you know did something like that. But you just may see him. I don't know. But most importantly, you will see Lori get sentenced. Mm-hmm. After the sentencing, we'll go live later in the day and talk about our experiences in the courtroom. If we go up there and we can't get in. Then we'll just hightail it back home and watch the sentencing with you guys. So one way or another, you guys will get to watch it. So will we. This is happening. So that's what's up. Yep. I can't wait. Yeah. Getting in. God damn it. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And here we are. Three shows in one day. Yeah. We have been busy little bears today. Because we kind of slacked off yesterday. We had to catch up. And that hearing kind of. Well, yes. They grabbed us, but it's okay. It's good. This is all good stuff. All righty, you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, as always, if you uh, would like to tip us, you can do that by going over to truecrimesquad.com. Uh, there's a PayPal link there as well as a, um, our buy me a coffee link. So we always appreciate it. Not required in any way, but uh, as you know, we have a lot going on. So Lots of good Mm -hmm. stuff happening. I'm still holding space that at some point we get to go to Utah and see Nicholas Alaverdian show up. COVID COVID, uh, willing. (laughs) But thanks for being here, guys. Please take good care of yourselves. You sure do deserve it. This has been yet another production of the True Crime Squad. Bye, everybody.